And I remember, one of the my most vivid memories is I remember being stood on the beach looking out at the ocean. And it was like six foot of solid white water for about 100 <laughs> metres out. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm going to die. But, but it'll be a laugh. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the UK Surf Show. We are your hosts. I'm Pete. And I'm Leighton. On this episode, we're going to be talking about how surf trips aren't always about surfing. They're about spending time with your mates. And uh, we have a friend on the podcast that's come along on our surf trips. He's come along on many surf trips. So, friend, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. I'm Spoons. You want to explain to them spoons? <laughs> yeah, just say hey, I'm spoons. <laughs> that seems a bit weird to be called spoons, but yeah, spoons is uh, is just kind of a drinking nickname that that came about many moons ago. Uh, and I've always sort of thought to myself, maybe I should make up some kind of interesting story to explain what it is, but never got around to it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just tell everyone he spends a lot of time in the pub, so they've uh, they actually named it after him. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know the pub. Yeah, it's mine. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Spoons, I wouldn't say is a surfer, but has been on a surfboard, has surfed, has stood up on a surfboard, and has been on a lot of trips where, with us surfing... Like was, birthday trips, isn't it? When we've yeah, gone away for special we've occasions. we've away for birthday special occasions. Um, we'd say surfing, you know, half the time when we were younger, a surfing trip wasn't just a surfing trip. It was about... The whole time, the going out, the going away, the staying away, the road trip, people, yeah. the road trip, road trip, the music, really yeah. the women, Try, yeah, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. have been told not to talk about the women. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we did, though, wasn't it? When you know, when you you first sort of like look at surfing and want to go on a trip, it's all about a road trip. You know, it's like yeah, you, especially you're with your friends, and then you just go for it, don't you? Yeah. Well, it always used to be. Nuki every year for Pete's birthday. In January. In January, <laughs> yeah. Which is a good time to go. Yeah. Uh, one, the locals are happy to have people down there. Uh, yeah. Two, the surfers better, but at that point we couldn't really surf that well. Uh, and we also used, there used to be a rule, didn't there? So it's tattoo or piercing every year you had to get on the surf trip. Yeah. So, so you, you do you just kind of make up these like funny rules when yeah, you but we're all tattooed and pierced at some point. Yeah. <laughs> we have, yeah. The uh, that was that was one of the main rules was tattoo or piercing. I think we did about three years in a row. I remember the first one. Uh, um, hang on, let me count. Um, <laughs> no, I think it was I remember four. Three or four years in a row. Then I remember the first one. I think did we get piercing the first one? Probably sound well, Somerset. Then you've got a piercing. <laughs> yeah. So I got uh, actually, I got a good story about that. So we went into, I think it was called Atlantic Coast. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Atlantic Coast. So, so they're still yeah. there. So like, shout out to Atlantic Coast and mm. Nuki. Um, and uh, we so we decided to have a piercing because we're, oh, you can always take it out. You know, I'm not going to commit to a tattoo. And 
So we went at first. I decided to get my nipple pierced. <laughs> <laughs> it says a lot about him, doesn't it? <laughs> people, people are just turning off now. They're like, that. oh god. Mainly, mainly because I saw that summer some guy carrying his sunglasses in it, and I thought that's, that's really handy. That. <laughs> that is amazing. That is, and then, and then you were going to get your eyebrow pierced. So you can oh, tell yeah. this is like early two thousands. So yeah, you get your eyebrow um, pierced. I uh, I went to get my eyebrow pierced after he'd had his nipple pierced. The guy sprayed something. Uh, on hang him. on, no, we went rock paper scissors. Who went first? Oh yeah, yeah. And I went first. Yeah, but they sprayed some stuff on you to numb it. Yeah, and then put it through, and he was like, "Oh yeah, that's uh, that wasn't too bad at all." And the guy then sat me in the chair pulled my eyebrow forwards and just went to stab me. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? You're not, you're not going to numb it or anything like that. He goes, I can't, it's too close to your eye. I don't care. <laughs> you're like, what wait, wait, hang on a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and it was awful. And um, Well, yeah. afterwards, you, <laughs> the guy said, all right, have a look in the mirror, see what you think. And we went, yeah, yeah, it's great. And we went outside, like there's tears in your eyes and stuff. <laughs> and you're like, what does it look like? I'm like, you just looked in the mirror. He goes, I can't bloody see anything. I'm crying here. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, uh, so that, that was one of the first trips. So this is what we mean, like the surfing trips that aren't always about surfing. They're about the things you do, that spending time with your mates, having a laugh. And Spoons, we thought we'd get him on because he's been on so many with us. And and I've probably got the, the best like stories the, well, the best the first, worst surf story going yeah, the, the first time he came down in january well, i think that was the year after we got a piercing wasn't it yeah, or was that, it was, yeah it was i mean that january like we went down and it was i mean it wasn't just like january cold it was proper proper cold fucking and, and I, I, re, I remember it was like gale force 10 and I, I re, remember we went we went to the surf shop to get like gear and the guy just kind of looked at us like, yeah, I'm, take your money because I'm never going to see you again. <laughs> you guys are good, just going to die, basically. And I remember I rem- one of the my most vivid memories is I remember being stood on the beach looking out at the ocean. And it was like six foot of solid white water for about 100 meters out. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm going to die. But, but it'll be a laugh. can we um can we tell them what your wetsuit uh so we go in the shop and the guy goes oh do you need wetsuits and uh me and Leighton needed wetsuits and spoons goes no no i got my own wetsuit it's all right it's fine because i i I previous the previous year i'd bought a wetsuit because some another friend of ours gnarly invited us to go windsurfing so i thought i'll buy a wetsuit and of course, I bought a wetsuit to go windsurfing in July, and it was it was like a three mil. It was a three mil summer wetsuit with with short arms, but with arms that you could like attach, so detachable, like, de- like yeah. detachable arms. So I thought it looked cool at the time. So I thought, yeah. So obviously, that's the wetsuit. I took to Nuki in January. <laughs> so, so when we're when we're in the shop, the guy goes, "What do you need wetsuits?" I'm like, "Nah, nah, I got one. I'm all right." Thinking I'm like like the big I am. Yeah, I'm the yeah. kiddie. I got a wetsuit. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we get onto the beach, and um, I think we we're on Fistral, weren't we? I uh, can't remember about I think we went was to Fistral because it was going to be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean that that just shows you the like the the ignorance the and ignorance, the confidence the ego, of youth, the inexperience, the the yeah. just 
with that thing we've spoke about before where you you know you need a lesson if we'd had a lesson maybe we would have learned we'd have stayed in the pub <laughs> <laughs> there's no yeah. way we would have gone out no we would have gone anywhere but um oh. so we were on the beach and um spoons where's your arms this yeah i oh, can't fuck, believe I it i forgot them so, <laughs> so it's so it's january it's like sub-zero hypothermic. And, I, and, I've, and I'm like, I'm the guy in a three mil wetsuit with no arms. And I'm like... But you did have gloves. <laughs> I mean, that's confidence right there. I mean, I thought, well, I'll wear the gloves. You know, it doesn't matter I haven't got arms. And I... And, like everyone like listening like i can tell you now like uh, that's the closest i have been to death seriously i mean i must have been in the water <laughs> 10 minutes tops 10 15 minutes and i mean i mean what were what were the time we're 20 we, uh, no i think we're yeah. about 22 we were 22 20. well 20 well oh, was it, oh no it was 20 yeah, yeah. well i can tell you now it was that cold it reversed puberty till i was like 12 <laughs> years old um i mean it, i it, it I, I mean, I remember lying on the beach, like you threw up. up. Yeah, yeah throwing <laughs> you got up. Out. It, it was, was so cold. Yeah, you got so out. That threw so up. cold that you ended up throwing up. I think think you were lying on the beach because of how cold it was. You were, we were lying on the beach because the water was so powerful. Yeah, that when we came off, well, we didn't even get out really, did yeah. we? It we just, just washed wash. us on the yeah. beach. Yeah, yeah. It was that ridiculous. Was... It was a proper example of not knowing what the hell we were doing. Yeah, and if if you learn anything by these podcasts. We hope it's that you sort of get some idea of how how don't, don't forget your arms. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> don't forget that's, your arms. That's, yeah. that's today's lesson. Don't forget your arms. Don't forget your arms in January. <laughs> but it's how dangerous it can be, and how you know we we laugh about this stuff now, and we learnt it along the way. But it's some of the times and some of the situations we've been in could have been a lot worse. Yeah. You know, it's um. Yeah, bring the mood down a bit like that. Yeah, you know? no, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's it. You know, you've got to be careful in the ocean, and you know, if you but learn you do anything, get good stories. You yeah. got you got to respect it. You've got to respect. You got to respect it. You take good mates with you, and you get some brilliant stories along the way. I mean, that's a classic one. So that was one of the first times we went down. So that was you know twenty years ago or it so. Was, or, is that yeah. where we stayed in the place? So you two had this girlfriends is, at the time, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, we didn't. had girlfriends at the time, and they um, came, which yeah. is the only time. Girlfriends have came came on a, a trip. Isn't it's it? the only time he's ever made a girlfriend come. <laughs> well, I don't I know about you, but a, my girlfriend, girlfriend came all the time. time mate. So it, it was it was like unusually cold. Well, January was cold anyway, but it was like proper cold, like you said. And we were staying in the, the like, probably the worst. It B&B. was like this Victorian like B and B. Yeah, and yeah. like I, re- I think I, it was windier inside <laughs> than outside. <laughs> He just had a flashback to his room and he had the window that wouldn't shut. Yeah. The smallest bed where his legs stuck out at the end. Yeah. This is Leighton's bed. And he had, a, so he went and yeah, bought no a hot water. No girlfriend to cuddle like you two. No. So. Your, your duvet was like a doily as well, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you had to fold it in half 14 times to get yeah. some thickness out so of it. So I remember Leighton going, <laughs> oh, Leighton's yeah, <laughs> going, oh, I'm going to buy, a, I'm going to go and buy a hot water bottle. I, I can't stick this for another night after the first night. He went and bought a hot water bottle from the, local pharmacy the only one they had left was a a small hot water bottle which cost him about seven pounds so he was livid about that as well oh so good got back to the hotel room to fill it up and it took four boils of the kettle to fill his his hot water bottle one of those little travel kettles it's a travel kettle yeah so in the middle of the night like it was so cold that i think that hot water bottle i had to refill it 
fully up like twice in the night. So when you've got to boil the kettle three times, you've got to wait there for like 15 <laughs> bloody minutes <laughs> with this noise. And you didn't get any sleep at all. And I, I, I actually slept in gloves, I think. <laughs> Smaller than spoon slept in. <laughs> <laughs> and then hey, the that's break- another and story. And the breakfast was shit as well. So Yeah, the breakfast wasn't good. Well, I the, mean- the time after that, though, was we stayed in that. Um, we took loads of friends down with us, thinking they'd all get in the water and try surfing. None of them got in the water and tried surfing. They just wanted to go out on the piss, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they went to the pub. In the pub, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, I went to the pub. But, um, that was the cat stay- B&B, <laughs> wasn't it? That was the b So we, <laughs> we rock up at this B&B. Oh, this looks good. It's like... Eleven pound a night or something yeah, that, like that's that. The bargain. Kind of B&B I yeah, like. that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's Leighton's perfect B and B. Cheaper the better. Which we went in, and the guy in there, I I clocked it straight away. I thought this is a bit weird. There's loads of photos of people, but he's not in any of them. <laughs> so yeah, that's I, the I that's bit, the family that lived there before oh, yeah, he murdered them. I was a bit them. worried, like he killed them all or something like yeah. that. And um, you, you know, we was he, he was going to do us in a night. But what's worse, I'd I'd watched a film not long before we went called Sleepwalkers or something like that. <laughs> Have you seen that film? Basically, that happened. It, I opened the door to the bedroom, and there was just a row of cats sat there looking at me. <laughs> yeah, he had about 15 cats. Yeah, weird as anything. But every time you open the door, they'd just all be sat there outside your door waiting for you to come out. Sharpening their claws. And it was creepy <laughs> as. But, um, that, was, that was a fun B&B, though. I remember you, yeah, there was no rules there at all. You just make, what do you want for breakfast? No, just go and make it yourself. Just go in the yeah, kitchen yeah, yourself. Hang on a minute, mate. There's a bed and breakfast. You're going to be feeding us. It's like, yeah. just have four on the side. His, yeah. yeah. No, nobody else there. No. But it was cheap. Yeah, cheap. Yeah. Cool. But it was cheap. We might have got murdered, but it was cheap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, were, uh, they were some good trips back then. So to, to go back to the, to the, um, the piercing tattoo stories, I mean, obviously I'd never got any, any, any piercings. You got um, a tattoo though. But I got a tattoo. <laughs> that, that year we got tattoos. And, and again, this is like classic Spoon's like story. I, I'm sure there's like people listening in your group of friends, there'll be there'll be a spoons, definitely be a spoons. So we went to we went back to Atlantic Coast to get tattoos, um, and I'm like, oh, like not not really sure what I should get. Not you know, shall I go big? What shall I do? Shall I play it safe? And I thought, like at the time, I had like um, a, a job, I had to wear a suit, quite a respectable job. So I thought I can't have anything showing. So I thought I know I'll get like I'll get like a Chinese symbol. And then have that tattooed like on the back of my neck. And I thought this is, this would be the coolest thing ever. So I'd looked at this wall of symbols and um, they all sort of like represent something. And I genuinely can't even remember what mine represents. It was something, so, <laughs> it, was something so, like, it wasn't pork fried rice what it says. No, anyway. no. It's like, like every time I walk into Chinese, people go, oh, chicken fried rice. Yeah, no, no. It's... Um, <laughs> Like, like, I think it meant, honestly, it must have meant luck because I mean, ov- I am quite lucky in life, to be fair. That must yeah. be what it is. I must be blessed. It didn't mean remember your arms. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it should have. Maybe it should have. Yeah, maybe it should have. But you guys both got really cool tattoos. And I, 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 not that I regret it because it's just like something you do. But the thing but- is, though, right, so Spoons is a, is a very hairy guy. <laughs> So they had to full on shave your neck before they did it. You did it, and then it just regrew over it. So you can't even see it. It's like have you seen when Homer shaves? Yeah, it then grows back straight away. That's what happened in the tattoo. I I remember the guy spent fifteen minutes shaving me and five minutes tattooing me. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh dear. So we got another friend as well that uh, came along on the odds one. Oh, Chris, Chris used to come. Yeah. yeah, Chris in here. We'll get Chris to speak to Chris at some point. Chris is a guy. Um, he's like he's the the guy that you know who is like blissfully unaware of problems in life and is generally walks around really happy and shit goes down around him. His prime things was to, to, to say stuff like, oh, oh, that was it in the I car. I lost my lucky stuff. Yeah. Like, I can't be that lucky. Oh, why do I always lose my lucky stuff? I lost my lucky hat. I lost my lucky jumper. The, well, it's not lucky, is it? If you the, keep losing it. The best one with Chris is whenever he was in the car, like driving down, it was like, like Chrissy not allowed to say anything because I rem- remember we took one trip and we were like the three things that happened in in the car on the way down was we were all like can't wait to go surfing can't wait to go surfing we got there and it was flat no yeah. waves and then and then we what was the other one we were like oh we're, we're making great time well making great time we're going to get there really early bang traffic jam yeah and then, and then he said can't <laughs> wait to get on the Blackthorn and at the time, they didn't sell Blackthorn in Newquay Anywhere in Newquay, you couldn't buy it. We're like, Chris, shut up. <laughs> I remember, I think we were in Woolacombe one time as well, and we all decided we'd been out for a few drinks, we all decided to go skinny dipping. Oh, I and remember we went that. went into the oh, sea, God. and the, noticed the tide was coming in, so got out, and all of a sudden, there's a naked Chris come running up the beach. Where's my stuff, you bastards? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got your stuff. It's like floating halfway out in the sea. I think he found everything apart from his jumper, didn't he? Yeah. That was his lucky jumper. Oh, God. That was good. That was was the time we... No, was that the time... We spotted those flashing lights in the distance, didn't we? And we couldn't work out what it was. So we decided to walk to it and see what it was. And it was like a rave in the sand dunes. It was like... It, I think that was in Woolacombe. It was Woolacombe, yeah, definitely. It was yeah, one at the other end. The summer solstice, because yeah. I, did, I didn't go there. Yeah, the summer solstice one. And we walked, it was like the scene out of Blue Juice when they walk up to the cliff edge and there's just a massive rave going on. And it was like that. And it was just insane. There was people like doing like fire poise and juggling and like music playing. It was like, a, like a, a big truck. The sound system yeah, was in a truck. Mad. Wasn't it? it was like completely mad. And uh, that was a hell of a night, that was. Then we found a guy on the beach Next sleeping in a fire like there was a massive campfire and he was literally in the fire it was like like his like, leg dude. was like literally yeah. on fire it was like it was in it and like woke him up and like like dude you almost spontaneously combusted what are you yeah. doing man he's like, <laughs> he's like what? oh yeah what? cheers guys yeah cheers cheers yeah and like obviously he was <laughs> off his head but yeah you know that's that's the type of thing that happened on a regular two or three times a year well the the another one the story of Chris. I hope he doesn't mind us. So <laughs> we better, we better get permission now, before he posts it. Um, and I know we weren't going to talk about girls. It's not really a girls kind of um, story. I know where you're going. <laughs> but we were in, so in Newquay, there's uh, a bar called Sailors. And when we discovered Newquay, um, sorry, Sailors for the first when time. We discovered Newquay. <laughs> when, we, when we discovered Sailors for the first time, we walked in, it's like a, it feels like a normal bar. And you walk around the corner and the floor drops down another level. Yeah. And, it, and you're like, oh my God, it's the best bar ever. And anyway, we're obviously in, in there with, with Chris. And um, I'm stood at the bar with Chris and there's these girls dancing on the dance floor and they're, you know, dressed with not much on. And um, <laughs> Chris turns to the guy next to him and says, it's like a cattle market in here, mate, isn't it? And the guy turns back around to him and goes, that's my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. 
That's a classic, Chris, that is. Yeah. Just like to blissfully unaware. Like you wish you had Chris's mentality because nothing phases him. It's just like, ah, yeah. Think you better leave. There's a talk about putting your foot in it. There there is another story about you, Leighton, about. saying something inappropriate just when the music stops but i'm i'm not yeah, prepared to not, share that no, on this that. on this podcast that's maybe uh maybe if there's an after hours <laughs> version we'll tell it then that's but. all right we're full explicit what is it i can't remember <laughs> what are you doing i can't remember what it is what is yeah, it you can. Can you know you know when it, we'd like on the dance floor you know like there's like a break in the music or whatever and it goes completely quiet and then, Can we not say the actual words? And then that was, that was the time that Leighton decided to proclaim like very loudly um, something that he'd like to do to, uh, to, to, someone on, to someone on the dance floor, but like literally right as the music broke. So it was like, like literally a head turn moment for everyone there, like looking at Leighton after he'd shouted, shouted this thing when the music she was quiet. She was obviously quiet. a very pretty young lady and I was expressing... You were, you were clearly enamoured by her beauty. Yes. And so obviously it's loud because you're in a nightclub. So I decided to inform you two of the beautiful <laughs> young lady that was How much you liked floor. her. How old yeah. were you? How old were you then? And then, I don't know, like, what, 21? Yeah. Is, 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 it's still an excusable age then. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, we've learned since then. Yeah. yeah. We've definitely learned since then. Well, she definitely heard. So <laughs> hopefully it was like a <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> it's like, of course it didn't work. Exactly. <laughs> it's, on the, it's on the equivalent of like his, uh, like, he may as well have just wolf whistled out. Yeah. <laughs> like that, you know? It's like stuff that you that now you'd look back and you go, I would never do that. Oh, oh yeah, I know. God. God, embarrassing. Who, embarrassing. Who was it um, who made it across the dance floor with the drinks? Was that Chris? Bought a load yeah, of that drinks. Was Chris. That was Chris. No, that was in Woolacombe, that was. That yeah, was, in we, the that, we went that nightclub in Woolacombe. We, me and Leighton went for one weekend or something. I don't know, no. I don't know if I was there, actually. I can't no, remember. The first time we went and they played the music, it was like really good music. And we said to everyone, this is amazing, this club. And we went mm. there and it was some complete and utter right. tripe that they were playing the next time we were there. <laughs> it was like the local radio station from where we live was down there on the... On some holiday thing or something. Oh, yeah, but, they did like a guest DJ yeah. thing, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, but Chris came across a packed dance floor carrying four pints and four shots <laughs> in and out of everybody. It was like the Krypton factor. It was like. absolutely incredible. It was like, yeah, like Ninja Warrior type style, in and out of everybody, sat down, put the pints down, put them on in front of us all, and we were all like, yeah, well done, bro, yeah. Took his shot, missed his mouth, kicked the table over, and knocked the drinks Oh dear! I think yeah, you could probably do a podcast on Chris. Yeah, Chrisisms. Definitely, (laughs) definitely. There's uh, there's so many stories about them, but like you know, even to recently, we went on, we went to Newquay last January, just before the lockdown happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was us three, wasn't it? Just us three, and that was sort of a, a trip of going like we haven't done it for. Well, it's because we're all turned 40 this year. Yeah. So because um, yeah. we haven't done any... Surf, Sorry, I, I turned 40 this year. You two turned 40 last year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was, uh, it, was, it was a trip. So, you know, tw- celebrating like 20 years since we first did it sort yeah. of thing. And yeah. it, it was a really fun trip. It was totally different. I was really ill. Um, yeah, oh, and in, instead of um, 
Instead of staying in some dodgy B and B, we yeah. actually got an Airbnb this time. Yeah, you know, we're forty. Now. Fancy, fancy, yeah. <laughs> overlooking the beach. Yeah. might I say yeah. only because it was cheap and you were you were well excited. I can't believe it was cheap. <laughs> well, it was, well, it was it was January, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah but it was a nice B and B. It was uh, so. Yeah, you were ill. Yeah, and um, we we went, all went surfing on the day, didn't we? And yeah. in the evening went surfing. So you managed to surf even though. And you it were was Ill. the surf was actually really good. Yeah, it uh, was really good. That yeah. was, it was probably the best surf. Is it, this is something I wanted to bring up as well because after the times you've been surfing, yeah, as soon as I gave you that longboard, yeah, and you just straight away stood yeah, up, yeah, yeah, you're like, the, oh, I can stand up. I mean, <laughs> as a as a you know someone that that really enjoys surfing, but can honestly say I'm I'm really no good at it, but I just enjoy the crack. Um, like getting the right board makes a hell of a difference. I mean, the, the, the board I was using before was like, I think was one that you gave me Pete and was like, was like a short, it like, was a seven, six. So it was a, it was a mid range board. It was, I mean, the, I remember like the one you gave me, I was like trying to like sort of surf on it and the waves were really good. And I was, I was like, you know, doing pretty well. And I got to this point where, um, I caught this really good wave and I'm like, this is it, this is it, this is it. And I went to pop up and as I popped up and pushed up from the board, the, um, the board just suddenly was like six foot in front of me. It's like the, <laughs> the, the, it, the wave had just completely taken it from underneath me from like a split second of like pop. Oh, the board's gone. That was it. And then, <laughs> and then I ate shit again for the 57th time. Um, so getting the board right does make a massive so difference you, like like for people who haven't surfed before if anyone's listening to this and they're, they're thinking about trying it that that is one of the main things like after like i was out on a longboard late and had a longboard i had a spare board which was my seven six i gave to spoons for you know in all fairness i should have given the longboard straight away but I wanted to surf a longboard, and I'm yeah. selfish like that sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you go and surfing, you've gone all the way to Newquay. In and the surf was good. Yeah. The surf was good. I wanted to catch a few waves on my longboard. So um, I then gave him the longboard because I could see he was struggling. And the difference, you can see the difference in the joy in his face even yeah. straight yeah. away. Yeah. It's like, don't, if you're out there and you, you, you think, oh, I've got to get a short board because all the best surfers ride short boards. Start on a longboard, start on a foamy, start on something that's big and buoyant and that will really help you along the way because you you won't regret it. The joy it will bring to you and yeah. the way you can progress is so it's much better. It's the only way to become a surfer, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I can I mean, You're not going to get a short that. board and pop up and look like Kelly Slater. No. And I've I got to no. mention as I got to mention as well that... Um, you know, the, the, you go surfing, particularly our trips and stuff like that. I mean, like hanging out with your mates and stuff. It's like, it's not just good for like surfing and stuff like that. But I mean, like back in January, you guys know that was like pretty tough time in my life. Yeah. I'd lost my mum back in like December. Yeah. And, and that trip really, really helped me. Yeah. I mean, like, like spiritually, physically, you know, just like took me to a different place that helped me sort of you know, process the bad stuff in my life, you know, that was, that really, really helped me. So I think, I think that's worth mentioning as well, you know, yeah. the sort of the, the therapeutic side of, do you think of, that's, of that? Do you think that's from the ocean or the trip with the friends? I th- it, it, probably a bit of everything. I mean, I mean, like you two guys are great. We just spent the whole time laughing and joking well, as soon and as stuff. Got in so. the van, I don't think I, I <laughs> but, stopped laughing. But the, the, you know, the, the, the fact that you can kind of, I mean, it's like sounds 
it sounds a bit odd, but you can kind of reconnect with the earth. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, one of the reasons I really like surfing is it, for me, it's kind of a bridge between the earth and the sea. You know, you kind of, you're kind of skating a plane between like both between yeah. the dry land and the ocean, yeah. which I think just, it just kind of like speaks to you on a kind of different level. You know, you just kind of like reconnect with the earth and it really helps you. Plus the fact that you're outdoors and, you know, physical exercise is good for you anyway. Um, so I think like to, you know, to, to just mention the benefits of surfing as a sort of a, sera- so that, a therapeutic that trip thing. kind of come at the right time for you. Oh, it was perfect. Yeah, absolutely yeah. perfect. Yeah, really sort of helped me box off some stuff in my head. Yeah. And, and that's, that wasn't the reason why we went, was no, it? it was, no. We had it booked in yeah. and then everything that happened to you at the, the it end It just of fell at the right end. time. Yeah, yeah. Just fell at the right time. But I mean, like I say, you know, if, they're, if they're, there are people listening, you know, they're going through a tough time in their lives. Would definitely recommend surfing as a therapy, as a, as a way of you know just even you know to sort of help you forget your troubles and to you know to help you form you know a better mood in your head and all that sort of stuff it it, it's so healthy it's so healthy so i definitely think that's worth yeah um, that's really nice to hear that yeah yeah i was reading something the other day about um i can't remember what it was there was a guy and um i'll have to look it up and i'll uh when I finally get around to doing the show notes and uh, linking all that into the website, I'll uh, I'll put it on there. But the guy, I think he'd lost his wife or his wife had died of cancer or something like that. And he found hope again through surfing and being in the ocean. Mm. And it, I don't know, it does, it does something. It's, it's, we've talked about it before that it's that thing. Like when we were speaking to Lloyd last uh, week, the night surfer, mm-hmm. he was saying about, um, you know, I said, explain it. And it's like that, oh, it's just that noise. That you can't, can you? Ocean, you it, can't explain it. It's so it's, hard to explain. Well, there's so many different things going yeah. on because, you know, you go in with tiny cuts on your hands from work or whatever, all those get healed. You yeah. know, it's like that physical aspect like that. It's like you said, you're doing physical exercise, which makes you feel good anyway. You're in nature, which makes you feel good. But it's not just in nature. It's a little bit different than that. It's like more like with nature, aren't you? Mm. Because you're in yeah. the ocean. And... On, on one of the previous podcasts with Jamal, he was talking about how we think in water terms when you say, oh, you're bogged down or, or, or I'm, you know, I'm drifting and mm. everything. We are connected to the water. So yeah. it's kind of like you're coming back to it. And that, yeah. that feeling of when you're coming back to it is, I think that's, there's something in that, which I know there's scientists doing lots of studies yeah. on on surfers and what their brain experience when they're in the water because there's, there's a lot going on i think it's more, a, more than what we realize for me as well it's like um it's conquering a fear because I, I don't know about you guys but i mean i mean especially like the first few times you go surfing i mean you got the fear of like deep water you know that when you th- that first kind of time you get a little bit more confident and you paddle out a bit further like f- like far enough so that you can't touch the bottom yeah. And like when you realize you, you come off the board and you can't touch the bottom, you're like, whoa, you're like, whoa, I'll tell you what, you know, a little bit of poo came out and well, then went back in. Good, but This is a good point because we, we, we had a question from uh, a listener called Richard and he's trying to get out the back. And But it, it, I don't think it's his ability stopping him. Yeah. It's that fear. It's the fear. I mean, yeah. that's a... Comp- so how, how, do you, how did you feel like just how did you conquer that like I mean, what did you like, tell yourself like first of all i think it's important to say that like that fear of deep water that's a completely natural fear i mean yeah. stuff like that is in your brain to keep you alive mm-hmm. i mean that, i mean that's you know that that's in everybody i think really but for me it was it was all about sort of like gradual gains gradual confidence um you know just just being out in the ocean and experiencing it and then 
you know, like say the first time, first time you're out of depth. Yeah, it's scary, but it's exhilarating at the same time. You know, you get a, it's like you, that, that moment of, of, of danger is exhilarating. You get a little bit of a buzz off it. And then, and then once you, you, you get back in, you can touch the floor again, you go, Oh, I'm going to do that again. You go out a little bit further. And then like, you know, when you're out of your depth and, you know, a bit of seaweed floats past in your head, <laughs> you're in, yeah, in your head, you're going, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> Something's going to eat me. Something's going to eat me. But, you know, I tell you it's what, clearly not. You want, to, you want to shit yourself up properly. You go, go out into deep water. Yeah. You wipe out. You swim to the surface and you hit the floor because you're swimming the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> That's just not going to be a good way for, for Richard to gain confidence. No, in it, but, but it happens. No. Stuff like that happens. I mean, I, like I've I've told the story before, like loads of times of um, being in Putzborough and my leash broke mm-hmm. out there, and I shat myself because yep. well, we were we were far out, mm. and the thing just I literally heard it just go ting like that, and I was like, oh my god, and I could see my board flipping away from me there's no way i could touch the floor yeah and that panic that sets in straight away and all you can do is go with it and just like i mean i i body surfed back i started swimming luckily i'm quite a good swimmer i think that's one of the things if you're not a very good swimmer like or if you're if you're not confident in your, in your sw- swimming ability i would say work on that work on that first yeah. get get to a good range of swimming um you know, going out deeper, like moving out to that, it just, it's like you said, a little bit, little bit, little bit. Well, we were talking about this question before, weren't we? So um, one of the things that we think would be a good idea is to go out on smaller days. So you oh, see yeah, a two foot days. day. Two, two foot, three foot, yeah, maybe. Get, yeah, yeah, go out. It. So you're not, if you get wiped out, it's not going to be anything too major. You know, the board is a huge flotation device anyway. You know, it is safe. But mm. like you said, everything in your head tells you yep. to stay away from deep water but yep. you, if you go out on a on a you know a really small day get out there and you don't even need to catch any waves really you just kind of be experienced just, that yeah that's water. it just experience it yeah just There's experience a difference it as well um when when you get part like so if you're a beginner and you're in that white water and you're getting pounded around i mean what did i say the other day some people are like the ocean. They need to be slapped in the face to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like paddling out in the surf, you know, it's that sort of thing. It's you when you get out past that or you go on a smaller day and you're sat there behind so you're out at the back and you're behind the white water and you're behind where the waves are starting to come in and where you're starting to paddle to. It's a, it's a different feeling. There's no longer that cuz paddling out there is that exhilaration that energy yeah. that excitement that you know all and of you're those tired as well yeah, and all those things and then when you get out to the back you're just sat there peacefully and you're just bobbing up and down and nothing yeah. there's nothing i think that's what that's what people don't realize like it's all carnage and chaos in the white water trying to get through it and you just gotta you know just keep paddling yeah you know get under the waves keep going keep going it doesn't feel like you're going anywhere but you are and it's like the small gains that you're, that yeah. you're getting and when you do get out there is tranquil and you've got time and you can sit on your board and you can compose yourself and you can wait and choose the wave and get your energy back so if you know that that's there waiting for you then that's going to give you some kind of confidence yeah it's going to give you a boost through this and it, it will be it's, fine it's probably worth mentioning as well maybe doing a bit of homework from the break that you're surfing because i mean I, not me personally i'm lucky enough not to have been caught on a rip but i know you guys have been caught on a rip before haven't you? yeah yeah we've, we've we've gone through that before but it's like it's even though even 
when Leighton got caught in the rip, he didn't know what to do. Luckily, I I knew what to do, but it didn't make a difference because the rip was that strong that I was in. I was trying to go left and right, and I I, I just wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. I, I you know someone came along and had towed me out of it for a little bit, and it was he only towed me a tiny little bit with a canoe, mm. and I was out and I was clean and I was ready to go. But I was so knackered after being caught in that rip, yeah. that literally I just like led on my board and let the ocean just push me into the shore. I hadn't. Literally nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it. I'm not going in build. <laughs> I've got nothing left. <laughs> so what I wanted to get before we went off then, and what I wanted to say was about that surf trip in January when you were ill. So you still, you know, fair play, went out surfing even though you were ill. And then we said, oh, Sunday morning before we go back, we're going to go for a dawn surf, like dead early, you know, 5 or 6 a.m., like not, not like crazy, like... Uh, night surfer guy um and i went to come and go and wake you up because you said wake you up even though you're ill and because you were burning up you had the window open in your room and it was january and you've had the window open all night and i walked into the room and i went to speak to you saying pete it's six o'clock and it was so cold it took my breath away when i (laughs) 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 it was colder in that room than it was in the freezer in the kitchen <laughs> i was it sweating was out as well i was so ill walking around yeah. <laughs> yeah i was so ill on that on that trip but um yeah but you didn't get in and so you said oh i'll come down and take photos and you took the photo fo- the photo you took of me was me wiping out in the board right up in the yeah well, why not? Well, that's the only way. I, 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 actually got, I actually got loads of photos of you uh, you riding waves, but I just deleted them all and kept that one. <laughs> what <Brilliant>. a bastard! <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to take credit for the for the picture of you two walking out into the uh, uh, yeah. into the surf. That was that was January's yeah, surf trip, was, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, um, our, our old uh, um, uh, logo picture. Was, I remember uh, yeah. the. I just remember the the, the sky and the. Um, I mean that was quite late on in the day, wasn't it? So the like the sun was going down and yeah. the 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 um the way the beach was still wet, so the reflection in it was just just really a really cool picture. Yeah, and for um, January as well, because yeah. we had weather and waves again. Like yeah. Yeah, it was cold, yeah. but it wasn't raining and it wasn't overcast. It was yeah. nice and sunny. Yeah. A nice yeah. crisp day. Oh, uh, do you remember do you remember going on that surf trip where you gave me your like proper like Canon camera? And was like, yeah, take some pictures. You two, I was like on the beach, you two were in the surf and you were like, take some good pictures. And they were the worst <laughs> pictures ever. <laughs> it was, Pete's camera was amazing. And I was like, I couldn't shoot anything. It was rubbish. So yeah, it was like, take some photos. And they were shite. They were bloody, <laughs> I'd said, right, this is how you use the camera. This is on autofocus. All you've got to do is line that little dot up. And Spoon was like, yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you're talking to someone and you go, you're not fucking listening to a word I'm saying, are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it, mate. It's yeah, all yeah, up here it's all and up every here. word. It's great, it's great, it's great. Literally, I've got about 150 photos of in-focus waves, but out-of-focus people. <laughs> <laughs> the waves looked great. The people on them just looked like blurs. Is, maybe, um, maybe I've missed my call and I should have been a wave photographer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just, just photographing waves, that's it. But yeah, that was, uh, you know, we've got like... Oh, some of the things like this is what we want to do this show for just to show you you know it's a laugh it's about having fun with your mates just get your mates together 
and just go for a surfing trip. Try and learn. I had a conversation with someone earlier about surf etiquette. If you are going out further in the water, try and learn a little bit of etiquette. We'll do a show about it at some point that is, you know, a full show on surfing etiquette, what you do in the water, what's right, what's wrong. Well, what we said as well, that it's not not really relevant if you're just going to be paddling around in the white water as yeah, much. Yeah, you're as it, right you know. there. It's, it's the people that normally get in the way are the people when they go slightly past that level to the level where you're getting that more confidence. Like that question you just had, how do you get further out? That's when you, you'll notice yourself. You'll feel like you're in the way. You'll be like, oh my God, I'm in the way. I don't know what to do. So learn what to do. Learn which direction you go in. Learn who goes first. Learn, learn the things you need to know. Um, as we said, we'll do a show about that at some point. Yeah. But as in regard to stories, I think one of the one of my favourite ones from surfing trips was the time I think you me, me me Spoons and Chris went and we we went on a shoestring budget. We had no money. We had like, nothing. We, we just we, about afford a campsite. We, yeah, we afforded. I think I, t- I took my guitar. I took a packet of fags and I took... We had like a loaf of bread to make toast or something. That was, that was literally it. We, were, we had no yeah. money whatsoever. And we went surfing and we went out and um, we went out on no money at all. Literally, I think we I, bought some ciders or something like no, that. We had, I think we had, we scraped together enough money for like a round. We had like 10 quid or something like that. No, I think, no, because we were there two nights. I think the first night we went out, we had uh, enough money. Yeah. No, the first night we had enough money and we went out yeah. and we all drank far too much and yeah. spent far too much yeah. got chips that uh, i didn't manage to throw on the floor that was all right um <laughs> yeah so got chips and then the next night we went down to the clubhouse of where we were staying oh that was it and uh, it. i think I had, te- I had 10 pound left and you two were completely skint yeah and i bought us a round this is how long ago it was the round cost about six quid for like <laughs> like three, three points three pints yeah. was about six quid like and i had four drink, quid yeah. left and i looked in the corner and they had a hundred pound jackpot fruit machine <laughs> and i went Sod it, I'm going to put it in that. But but you can imagine like me and Chris sipping on our beers going like that is literally our last four pound. Like, we're, like what if we starve? What if we need? What if, what if this? What if that? And Pete's walking towards the fruit machine. <laughs> <laughs> so I put a pound in the fruit machine. I pressed start and it froze. I was like, what's happening? And then it just went bop, 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 bop. Hundred pounds! <laughs> you won the jackpot. It was, oh, it was amazing. Like, I remember, I remember people in the bar like clapping or yeah. something. Like no one ever wins a jackpot. Hundred pound jackpot. <laughs> we just won on this. We had a night out. I gave, I think I gave them twenty or thirty quid each. Yeah, I we, kept forty quid and uh, we got bladder. Woke up in the morning completely skint, and they still had twenty quid each. They <laughs> <laughs> bought all the reins. Yeah, we had a great night. But I, th- I think that was. I think that night I drank about eleven bottles of WKD Blue and. <laughs> had a heartburn for four weeks or something like that. That oh, was bad. WKD, oh, I had one of them in 1998 and I can still taste it yeah. now. Oh, it's <laughs> good old, good old Alka-Pops. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh my God. There, there was also the trip in, um, in Nuki when we said we went down with some other friends that didn't surf. And after we surfed, we got out and met them in a pub and then I think it was in the daytime in Nuki, wasn't it? And we walked past the pharmacy and <laughs> no, um, where you going with we it? went in there and a fr- I won't name him because I think he was a bit embarrassed by it, but <laughs> <laughs> we went we went into the pharmacy and I can't remember what we went in for I don't know why we kept going to the pharmacy it's probably something for you you were 
being tight again and wanted something to warm you up at night. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> know warm what your it was. cold Any, heart up. Anyway, <laughs> while we were in there, uh, our friend decided he was going to put some money and go on the machine that checked your weight and your body fat percentage by sending an electrical pulse through your hands, and it would measure how much body fat. But, you and are. it did turn into a competition, didn't it? We all yeah. kind of yeah. did it. You and got I, on it. It said one person at a time, please. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody went on and it was like normal, like what, I don't know, like 20% or whatever. And then our friend went on it and he's larger than the rest of us. But he was 50% fat. <laughs> <laughs> How can you be half fat? I think it is. <laughs> that, you know that was a bad day because in the night he woke up panicking about it and had an asthma attack and I had to take him to the hospital. <laughs> and nobody else decided to get up. You're like, yeah, nah, it'd be all right. So they just lay in bed. And I was It'll like, mate, right. I think he's dying. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I was like, you're panicking, mate. You're panicking. It's all right. He'll be all right. He'll <laughs> no. be all right. He knows who he is. I don't know if he'll listen to this, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah we we um, shall remain anonymous. <laughs> yeah. What... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, that's what. What are the what are the fondest memories? Would you say like what if you had to sum up surfing trips with your mates in a few words or a few sentences? What would you What would you say they were? Uh, for me, it would be um, almost dying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because there's always an element of danger. You know, not it's always a good in the story. Surf either, you know? yeah. oh, do you remember that time when Lily died? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just like you know, that's how you start great stories. Remember that time we almost died? You know, you've got to have everyone's got to have, have at least one of them stories. You know, <laughs> so um, yeah, it's just kind of like you know the exhilaration of 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 surfing and having a good time, just like banter and like chatting with your mates and like ribbing each other. Yeah, and and you know just having a bit of an adventure you know just you know being away from home staying in a and b you almost get yeah. murdered in and all that sort of stuff you know <laughs> you, I, I would definitely recommend it to anyone just you know get a group of mates together and hit on a road trip somewhere was it, so the, the last one we we had was a bit more mellow wasn't it yeah so we, well, we've we are gone, 40 yeah but I mean, we've, we've gone from you know going out all night and then getting in the water the next day <clears throat> we're like hung over or whatever which is never a good idea because <laughs> it makes you feel even more seasick <laughs> um to this time going to the pub for a meal going home doing yoga and um i think you guys uh well you were like buying paracetamols and stuff because you weren't feeling well it was yeah. like totally different yeah. this time yeah getting up early for you know to have a morning <laughs> you no, know? actually actually one of my favorite memories was well, like breakfast so I yeah. discovered like seeded bread it was amazing. <laughs> you know, like seeded bread toast, amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, sorry, I was I got a bit sidetracked because I was looking at something. I was trying to look something up of uh, when you said banter. I I received an email. The, uh, no, sorry, we we got a message the other day on the um, Instagram, Instagram yeah. and it's a guy from New Zealand, and he sent a message saying, you know, he surfed in New Zealand and he surfed in Australia and he surfed in America and he surfed in Bali and he surfed all over the world and like these different lineups and what they're like all over the world and he's like you know in um, New Zealand it's you know chilled but serious and Australia is really aggressive and competitive and it goes on and on but 
the UK lineups are the most brutal in the entire world <laughs> for piss taking. Because, like, I think it's that thing we do as Brits is just like take the piss out of each other to get through the pain. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so flipping cold. When there's good yeah. waves, you just know how cold it is. That's, and also, that's part you, of the story. Isn't you don't, don't want to make like a, a bad wipe out worse by going, oh shit, you're all right. You, yeah. you, like, you come off, you go, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's half the thing as well. You know, us in the water laughing is yeah. half like, you you see your mate wipe out, you know, you, you, he's all right, but you see your the head, way... you're concerned, but what comes out of your mouth is... Like, the way you... Like, the, it's the way you fall off and the way your mates fall off. And you know it's always funny seeing your mates fall over. You know, you, you do that thing. If, if, they're, if they're moving still, it's funny. If they hit the floor and they're not moving, you're like, ooh, you better check, he's all right. But... You know, take the, a photo first. Yeah, take <laughs> <a> photo. <laughs> that one's going on wicked slams. Yeah, but like, it's just it's, you know, you just see each other fall over and like coming off your board and wiping out and like, like you know, you stack it hard or something yeah. like that. And yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I can remember years ago when we were really young. You and me went, uh, me and Leighton went bodyboarding, and um, I think it's one of the first times you'd been on a bodyboard because I had a decent bodyboard. Yeah. And I said to him, if you get on top of the wave, because like, like, don't push down because you'll just flip. And I saw him, first wave he got, he was on top of the wave. I saw him push the front of the bodyboard down and just saw his legs flip over his head about three times in a row. <laughs> that was learning. You know, Is that um, when we went to Zenon Cove? Uh, yeah, it might have been, yeah. Because we had a few, that was yeah. only a couple of days, and we had a few instances. So the one that we've mentioned before on the podcast where you decided, I think your dad bought you... My dad bought me a surfboard. Yeah, and, um, but like, it was like the tiniest thruster board I've ever seen. It must have been like... 0.5 of a foot or something like that it was, it was I still ridiculous. got it in the other room I measure it it is so small like I, I like you were what were you then like 14 or something like that 14 15 14 maybe stone. younger I don't know yeah 14 yeah about 14 14 stone, stone. I've been there for years <laughs> so that that the incident happened where you ploughed into the guy that's in all fairness right we were surfing outside of the flagged areas Right. Yeah, well, we didn't know what the flags were. Like, oh, they got pretty flags on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we were serving outside of that area. First time I think I ever stood up on this board, and it was like a rocket. <laughs> the thing yeah. was ridiculous. And uh, I stood, like, not knowing what I'm doing, stood up, looked up, and there was just a big fat bloke in front of me, and I just literally pierced him. <laughs> I literally harpooned him in the sea. <laughs> and I remember him, he was angry. <laughs> I bet he was. I, 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 I bet he was. I vaguely remember waxing up a surfboard on the beach, getting sand in it, going in surfing without a, a wetsuit on or a t-shirt and looking like for the rest of the time we were there, looking like I was turning into a reptile. Like it's my scales. whole chest. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I rubbed my nipples off. Like, <laughs> Literally, he looked like he had scales all across him. It, it was, it was amazing. horrendous. It lasted for ages as well. That said, though, you just mentioned Zen and Cove. That is one of the best places. Yeah. The, the problem is with Zen and Cove, if you're traveling to get there, you pass so many decent beaches on the way down. Like A lot of people just don't don't bother, do they? Yeah, I don't think so. But it's, it's such a good place yeah. to surf. It's like Zen and Cove is one of those places that... I, I, I'm pretty sure I've been there when the whole of the UK is flat and there's still surf in Zenon Cove. But it's got that beach, hasn't it, where the the beach itself just all of a sudden drops off, where the, yeah. 
I don't think the tide comes in and out that far, so the beat the waves are constantly it does, breaking. It does quite a bit, but it's, but it's just, quite a large shelf. Yeah, there, it's, it? it's and there's a wicked undertow. Like it's not so, if you're going surfing for the first time, it's not somewhere where you want to go <laughs> to surf. There, there is a documentary on. Um, I think it was on Amazon because I think I bought it and it was called Endless Winter and it was guys travelling around the UK at different surf spots and they're in Zenon Cove like back in the day was this really cool um, like surf hangout and B&B and it was really like back to basics like sleeping in hammocks and stuff Uh, but that is that is a really cool place and they had a, a really proper surf culture surf UK vibe to it it yeah really cool yeah that's it's it is Surfing in the UK is insane, but I, th- I think it's worth sort of mentioning um, that uh, you know surfing in like popular culture. I mean, that kind of got me interested in it to begin with. You know, I mean, we all watched Blue Juice. That was like one of the first <laughs> like surf films that we watched. And like actually now, I, I mean, I watched Blue, Ju- Blue Juice uh, not long ago. There really isn't that much surfing in it, <laughs> right? It's just like friends like having a laugh and you know the, the and the story. And yeah, exactly. And there really isn't that much sort of like yeah, surfing in it. Um, yeah, I was watching Telly the other day and I was like. That's Terry. <laughs> it's on something on, he was something on. Uh, he was on Coronation Street. That was it. it? Yeah. Terry's done a runner. He's on Coronation <laughs> Street. A- anyone listen to this, and you obviously don't know the references, like rent or or download rent. How old? Rent from Blockbuster. Go to your local Blockbuster. <laughs> rent. And rent the VHS of Blue Juice. Now, if you like, if you get old, if you can get hold of it, like watch Blue Juice because it because it, it's really it really is a great like sort yeah. of surfing like buddy film. And then after you've watched that. Watch Point Break, the yeah. original Point Break, the proper Point Break, not the one that he likes. We, are we going to keep going on? About yeah, because you said you like the it's new Point Break. You do that it's much. shite. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope we don't have any of the people that starred in that film on this podcast. Fuck them. <laughs> it's shite. They shouldn't have touched it. You want to make sure Pete interviews them. So the, yeah. the, the only thing that annoys me in that film, obviously, there's a lot that annoys you, but the thing that annoys me is so it wasn't all about surfing like the old Point Break. Um, so they, they do lots of extreme sports, but they are incredible at all of the extreme sports. Mm. Like to be that good at those extreme sports, you need like a lifetime anyway. And these like an incredible surfer, an incredible rock climber and does, you know, free climbing. He's uh, amazing snowboarding. And you're like, Jesus. So he's yeah. me then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the point i was getting yeah to. that's it <laughs> on, a, on a slightly more serious note there's a really good pro, um, a documentary on netflix at the moment called magnetic i don't know if you guys have seen that oh uh, yeah about the extreme sports yeah, guys. It's yeah. like like different ex- extreme sports athletes but there's a great piece on portugal there yeah um, Nazare. yeah on mm, the on yeah. the big waves there so so that's definitely uh worth watching it's called yeah. magnetic on netflix that's worth yeah, there's watching. a few good documentaries on netflix actually about surfing I watched one on youtube the other day and i was trying to tell someone about it and it's absolutely phenomenal and i cannot remember what it was called and i can't find it again but it was about the original surf culture from like mm. 50s 60s and how this guy was saying you could walk down to the beach and you'd know who was surfing by the style they were surfing in and how the culture was a lot more like everybody on the same wave and being like yeah man everyone was like really like happy and stoked for each other to be on the same wave Mm -hmm. and like they were going like where did that change where did it become like get off my way like we had that one in Saunton not like not too long ago and there was that absolute knob who was out there yeah yeah and he was 
paddling. He kept paddling out round everybody who was waiting. He had a, so he had a super out. long longboard, so yeah. he was motoring when he was yeah. paddling, wasn't he? Yeah, and he kept paddling out round everybody else, and then just cutting everybody else up and not giving a damn about what he was doing. I mean, you get people like that, and they just. I'll stop so, talking. So don't be that I'll guy. Say something. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like, be that guy. Like, don't be like that there is guy. an etiquette, but he was using the etiquette to get more waves for himself. And, and yeah, like, and he wasn't using it correctly. He was he was paddling round everybody, so he was at the start again. Yeah, so he'd get he was in like priority for the next yeah, wave. But he was just he wasn't. Yeah, he but everybody was else had sat in the lineup waiting for the wave yeah. where they were, and he just paddled past them and just yeah. like oh, man. rude. Yeah, just rude. Rude. Yeah. What about you, Spoons? You have any questions for us or? podcast wise get back to me on that oh, I'll have right. a think <laughs> yeah, I'm right. sure I will I'll get we, back to you shortly we've got questions though right we've got yeah so yeah we've got where are they I thought it, so we should we should be more organised you know <laughs> takes us 15 minutes of messing around with microphones before we even start um, takes you 15 minutes so oh, just yeah he doesn't do anything that's why <laughs> <laughs> literally does nothing just sits here and talks and then tells me what to go and do Okay, right. So the the first one is from uh, is that Sharp, Sharpie Surf. Yeah, Sharpie Surf. Uh, it, I can't read your writing. Um, is the new World Tour con- concept a good thing, or is the WSL toast? Yeah. So, question about the World Surf League. It's one of those things where well, there's there's so much on there at the moment online of people arguing and discussing and a lot of people saying that it's just now been catered to Kelly Slater to go around him. In all fairness, why wouldn't you do something like that? He's he's one of the guys that brings the most amount of money into the sport. You know, mm. you, you go in, it's like in skateboarding. Tony Hawk put his name to something. People are going to go to it because yeah, of yeah. who it is, you know? It's, the only thing with the surfing thing is it's... It, you don't want it to be about money, do you? But yeah, but unfortunately, it, that, everything it, does it, go that way. Everything does go that way. You know, everyone buys into into stuff. Um, so, a lot of people are saying it's just catered towards him. A lot of people also are going towards the side of it's easier now if you're an outsider to get into the competition where it was a lot harder before. So it it gives unknowns more of a chance to get in. Right. So you think it's a good thing or? I don't know. At the same time, it doesn't come to the UK, and this is a UK surf show, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it is a little bit, it does feel a little bit different. It's like they're in a totally different league. Yeah. And I, I don't follow any of the tours at all. Like, and It feels like if you're calling yourself a server that you should, but I'm just not that interested in watching other people do it. Like, I want to do it. And yeah. like, it's interesting seeing about locations around the world that you can maybe travel to and, and, you find out where those beaches are but seeing it in competition terms there's a lot of surfers that think well how do you grade that wave and how that person is riding it like it, that is just yeah from your own perception of that you know that doesn't so how, how can you put a number to it it's, so how can it be a competition yeah that's uh so we got uh, another question from Charlie. <laughs> we're, just, yeah. we're just not answering yeah, that. I think. It's, 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 just, too, it's too it, much conflict. Yeah, too many people have an opinion on it's, it. It's it's one of those ones. If you start getting into it, it's it can just open up a whole can of worms. It's it's too much. It's it either works or it doesn't. It's one of those things. You either like it or you don't. It's 
Yeah, I'm sure there are people. There's, who are gonna there's love people following. who are going to absolutely love it. It's you know, there's the um, street league skateboarding one that does the same thing, and there's there's a massive, massive, you know, conflict in that with people going, oh, it's all about money. Why are they doing it? But the people who are in it and the people, you know, they're getting paid millions of pounds. Why would you know if someone came up to you and said, hey, you're really good at surfing. Do you want to earn millions of pounds doing it? You're not going to go, no, are you? No, I'm going to say, you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> he'd you, he'd say, what's it going to cost me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can make two million. Yeah, but I've got to spend one. <laughs> <laughs> right, so um, we've got a question from Charlie, and he wants to know about beginner's equipment um, and what he should buy to start with and where to go. Uh Right, what you should buy to start with. <laughs> I was going to say, don't buy a wetsuit with no arms. <laughs> that is, that's yeah. my only so input on that, by the you've way. Got, you've got a lot of things to look at. Like, what time of year do you want to surf? If you're surfing in the winter, you buy a winter wetsuit. If you're surfing in the summer, you buy a summer wetsuit. I concur, yes. yes. Definitely do that. Now. So you're probably your wetsuit is your first thing you're going to buy because that you can use not only for surfing if you're going in the water to do anything else. It's a good thing to have. You know, you can get them from cheap summer ones from 30, 40, 50 quid up to decent summer ones to a couple of hundred quid and then decent winter suits four, five, six hundred quid. There's nothing um, wrong with renting one, but you, like you guys like... Stinks of piss. I was going to say, you know, when, you rent, when you rent rent a wetsuit and you put it on, you go... Someone has slashed in this, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and you and know, all you they do wet... to clean it is dunk it in the water. Yeah, and come yeah. Back so out you go you. like, well, I'm going to slash in it now, just <laughs> just to, to cleanse away <laughs> like the old slash. You know, so, <laughs> this suit is clear. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a rented wetsuit. You need one. You need one. But yeah, but if you're gonna if you're getting into it, buying a wetsuit would be the first one. Yeah. Then I think you go and if you want to. Next thing I'd say, go and get a lesson. We've said it before, just go and have a lesson. There's every single surf beach. I mean, if you want, a question we get, sidetracking off this slightly, a question we get a lot is, where's the best place to surf? Where's the best place to surf? The best place to surf is wherever you're having the most fun surfing. That's the simple answer to it. If you need to ask where the best place to surf is, you are not ready to surf the best place. It's, it's it's pretty much that simple, I think. Yeah. If and I don't think there is a best place. Like you said, if you're having the most yeah, fun, if you're having fun, that's it. It doesn't mean you. It doesn't mean you got to travel to Newquay every week. You can you can go wherever. Like we yeah. really like uh, Saunton and um, Westwood Westwood Hope. And Croyd is around the corner, and like Croyd gets really big, doesn't it? But yeah. we like we like that. Wave, yeah, we like so. longboarding though, so we like longboard waves. Yeah, that's you that's know. True. Um, but yeah, so you know that that question of where's the best place to surf or where do you go look on magic seaweed every every major beach is on that that website that app and that will tell you to where you're near you can type in where you're near where you're going and it will show you what beaches are near there it will give you a surf forecast from there if you're learning and you're going to a beach on there go and get a lesson with look it up you've got the internet clearly you've sent me a message saying where to go look it up and look up what surf school there is there and book a lesson with the surf school at that beach you're going to and that'll help you massively and so we said then that so you buy you buy a wetsuit um because it's always a good always a good investment anyway you know if you've got kids or whatever you're going to be taking them in the sea at some point you know and if you're gonna if you're gonna go quite regularly i think they're about 18 pang for the day or something like that so it's not gonna be long before you recoup that money anyway 
Um, and there's nothing wrong with renting a board. So then you can find the board that works for you uh, without the initial outlay for that. So, and, and, you know, nine times out of ten, uh, first of all, it's going to be a foamy you're going to be on. And I've seen people buy foamies all the time, you know. Yeah. It's meant to be one of the boards that you, you have. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So after you've taken that lesson, then you're renting a, renting a suit, renting a board, whatever you're doing there. Renting and rent to get a feel don't rent a board and go oh, i like this and buy that board straight away mm. rent a massive try everything you know because some people get on really well straight away surfing shorter boards ideally and learning wise i'd say go on a longer board and work your way down but some people get on some i know people that have learned to surf like when we were speaking to jamal he said he took out a six six yeah. foot board and he learned to surf in Hawaii on a six foot board which yeah. on a six in, foot board yeah. it's insane it took him three weeks man yeah three weeks he said he didn't stand <laughs> every day and he didn't stand wow. up for three weeks but you know so he stuck to it yeah but, so you can do it you can you can learn mm. to surf a short board and just be really good and, and do it but I mean you want to have fun while you're doing yeah. it don't you yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that so is that's the main three thing. weeks is just that's that's more like an addiction isn't it you know you, you'll go in you're in the mindset I've got to do this yeah if you're going down for a day or a week or a few days or something like that, or you're, you know, want to learn to surf that way, I mean, the majority of, the clubs. majority of surfers are recreational surfers, aren't they? It's not something they can like. Yeah, it's not something. It's not something, it's you, not can, something like, you can have. You can well, you can't you know, like no. three, for three weeks in a row. So. No, no, it's and especially be. in the UK, look at it now. What's it been now? We're into the third week, fourth week of, of no surf. Yeah, of no surf. Mm. And I well, mean, there's no no surf for us. So if you if you're living on the coast, <clears throat> on the on the surf beach, I'm sure <clears throat> there's going to be you know some way some surfable waves up there, but nothing which is showing on on magic seaweed. So hopefully we get people in to explain surf conditions to us because I have I have heard when when the wind is in the wrong direction and it shows up red on magic seaweed the speed of that wind matters as well. So if it's under like a certain miles per hour, it might not actually affect the wave in a negative way. Um, and But Magic Sea will show it as it looks bad, like the, the star colour will go to light stars. And But that's just going to be knowing that beach and, yeah, and what sets it knowing your local break and what, what it is. Yeah, so for us, that's why we haven't gone, because we haven't had... Well, we haven't seen that decent. We haven't seen the conditions which we know yeah. are doable or workable, yeah. yeah. Um, I've seen other places around the country and you like, you look at the surf report and it says nothing and then you see someone post a photo from there and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. hard, that's a hard thing to look at. That yeah. Is. Yeah, it's it's yeah. soul destroying that. Is That's proper like... But Got it's, it. it's like it's like you, but you lied to me. You <laughs> <laughs> said there was nothing, and I see this. Well, when, when by the time this podcast came out, I would have already gone. But um, I'm going down to Poles F next week. Me and the missus just a break, and I'm just praying there's something coming because it's nothing. Yeah, I, I really, I really, I surfed at Poles F a couple of times, and it is just it's such a lovely place to to surf. There's a, a, just a lot of money down, unfortunately. So everything that everything around there is really expensive. So why you, are you going there? <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason why we're going there is because my missus has some family down there, and they're away that weekend, and the the place is free for us to stay in. So there's no Be money. Rude not take advantage of that, my yeah. friend. So, two meters, mate. Two meters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean. 
That's that's pretty. Oh, we've got another thing to mention as well. An announcement, yeah. Yes, we've got an announcement. We are going to be start. Should I start that again? Yeah. We've got an announcement. We are going to start giving away some prizes. Yes, at last. Yes. The, the enthusiasm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right, I'll edit this and I'll start again. Yeah, but but what, what, what I'd like to mention is we're not just going to give away any old tat that, that people give us for free. We want to give away stuff that we kind of believe in um, and that we will use ourselves. And I, I just don't want it to turn into, oh, here you go. Here's some free stuff. Promote my company because this is not what this podcast is about. Not you no. do realise that's going to limit all of the stuff you're going to get sent. That's fine. That's, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Because yeah. we genuinely want this just to us. Like we didn't do this to make any money. We just want to have this as like an outlet for us. And like we love, we love surfing so much and we want to, convey that to other people and try and get them to do it because it's such an incredible thing like it seems like it's it's helped you spoons absolutely absolutely yeah so green stuff surf wax and they are a company based in Newquay, and they are a completely eco-friendly environmentally friendly surf wax unlike a lot of their rivals um and they're going to be sending us a load of wax that we can give away uh we're going to do this in different ways i think we're going to do from week to week, we'll do different promotions on it. So it will be stuff like on the Instagram or on the Facebook pages, um, you know, asking questions. If you've got any questions for us or anything you'd like us to talk about or any ideas of people we can talk about, if you get in contact with us, we'll be giving away some wax. Yeah, and you know, just keep, keep an eye on the Instagram and social media in general because we will come up with ingenious ideas on, on how to... <laughs> Ingenious to, to, to give to give away this stuff. Literally, ingenious meaning not genius. <laughs> <laughs> it should be ungenious. <laughs> but you know, like we were saying about the uh, doing something that we believe in. So that eco-friendly wax, like we've mentioned before about the actual boards and stuff not being eco-friendly. Yeah, there's at all. nothing in surfing. If you think about it, uh, the way surfers are, with a lot of them are very like. Eco, like well, I'd say, eco warriors. They're not that bad, but you know, they're a lot of them are very eco conscious and you know, environmentally conscious. The boards are terrible. The wetsuits are terrible. The wax is terrible. Everything mm. about it is terrible. Yeah. So when a product like this comes along, um, yeah, it not only be good to to talk about it, but it'd be good to to share it. And like you spoke to the guy yesterday. I, yeah, I spoke to the guy. No, I spoke to the guy today on the phone. And um, Russell, his name is, he's a lovely guy. And I, I ended up speaking to him, I think it was about an hour, it must have been. But we were just chatting about stuff and about um, about his product and stuff like that. And he he said something really nice. He said, I can tell by the passion in your voice how much you're enjoying doing this project, how, how much you're just enjoying surfing and the yeah. culture and everything. You know, and that, that was really nice to hear. Yeah, and, so um, he obviously wants to contribute and help. And that's... That's the type of people we want to speak to, like proper chilled surfers who are in this for the love. Don't take it too seriously. They are, you know, environmentally minded. Yeah, and I that's think he, what yeah. he said. He went really, in, when in a conversation. He said he went into a surf shop with his wife to buy some wax, and they went three pound. And she went three pound for wax. Sure, you could make it for cheaper than that, and that got him thinking. And I think he said it took him two thousand five hundred goes what? to get it right. Wow, that's, that's proper work. That proper is. That's proper play. commitment yeah. to fair play, and you know, to making sure it was eco-friendly yeah. and like everything is, you know, 
so it's a really good company and we're really excited to like have them on board and you know to especially to promote a company like that you know it wouldn't take a lot for people to start using a wax like that and mm. not using a wax that's got shit in it basically that's going to ruin the ocean and ruin everything else for those big companies to start changing themselves as absolutely. well absolutely yeah so Gotta you know, start somewhere yeah yeah so i think that's pretty much the end of it unless yeah. you've got anything you want to add spoons no, no? Well, thanks I'd... for coming on spoons yeah i just yeah. want to say thanks very much for having me obviously it brings a little bit of balance because i know you guys have had some like outstanding guests so far i've been really interesting really entertaining <laughs> And you've just got me on, and I'm like the worst surfer <laughs> ever that like almost died of hypothermia. But I hope you've uh, you've enjoyed listening to us and our stories and our banter and stuff. And it's been a pleasure to be on. So just think, we didn't even tell the worst stories. <laughs> <laughs> we had a we had a, a pre podcast, and meeting. that's the end. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> we had a pre podcast meeting of. Can we say this? No. Nope. Can we say that? No. Nope. Can we? No. Nope. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Yeah, well, this, uh, this podcast is there'll be surfers who listen to it. I've got a group of mates just like us, and this is what we want, isn't it? To yeah. kind of unifying and connect with everybody and make him feel like they're listening to their mates chatting. That's yeah. what we want. That's it. And I mean, uh, yeah, just before we go again, as we say, you know, get in contact with us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and, you know, subscribe to the podcast, leave a review. It all really does help. It's, uh, the the messages we've got i've shared some of them on the instagram page the, the, you know the things that people have sent us and people have been really positive aren't they yeah it's really there's great just been some really like um on the last episode we got a message saying just listen to the new episode with the night surfer guy absolutely brilliant i was smiling all the way through the whole thing really like listening to your chats with the night surfer and it sounded like a really nice guy down to earth bloke uh you know it's just stuff like that it's just really everything's just been really positive and people have just been really nice and i think people can tell the enthusiasm that we're giving to it that yeah, we hopefully. how much we love surfing and how much we tolerate each other <laughs> yeah. I, nearly, I nearly went i nearly went there but i just yeah. decided at the last minute no i'm not gonna use it yeah. so yeah um Cool. Uh, that's it, really. So thanks for tuning in. And uh, next time we have an interview, which will be released in a couple of weeks' time. Um, so tune into that. It's an interesting one. Not going to say who it is, because last time we nearly did that, it went wrong, and we nearly jinxed the whole thing. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, all that's left to say is uh, goodbye. See you later. <laughs>